Hello and welcome to Who Watches Who, a Doctor Who podcast with me, Matthew, and as always... I'm Scott, hello. <laughs> hello, Scott. Uh, this week it is the end of month, which means it's not going to be four hours long. It's <laughs> <laughs> We are going to be rounding up the news of uh, Doctor Who this month. And uh, we were hoping there was going to be some big news. There kind of is, but not really that big. Uh the uh doctor who comic-con panel i guess literally just happened the day we're recording yeah like it dropped an hour and 15 minutes ago and i say i was expecting it to be like at least like a premiere so everybody around the world could be watching it at the same time i think i would build so much more excitement yeah and also let people know it's happening because it really it just dropped and that was it you know uh, if they built was... it, they they definitely built it up on their social media and all that. But it just the link just dropped. There was no live feed for a chat or anything like that. It just you could watch the whole thing in two times speed and just. Yeah, I was sitting there like uh, on the Comic Con YouTube page, like expecting there to be a premiere. You know, where you could have a live chat of people getting excited for it, so I could have a countdown to it starting. So you couldn't just skip through and get to the trailer and be like, cool, that was it. You know? like. But it does say more about Comic-Con this year than it does say about Doctor Who in general, because the whole Comic-Con is running just... Let's just drop a panel discussion at this time, and then it drops, and there's no excitement at all. I haven't watched Comic-Con in forever, uh, like a panel at Comic-Con. Uh, I think the like it, it must have been 2014, 2015 when I last cared about Comic-Con. Well, I think the last time anyone cared about Comic-Con, because that's when they would do Marvel and Star Wars and stuff like that, whereas now they've got their own panels and Comic-Cons kind of fall into the wayside. Especially during COVID as well. Um, I did watch the Simpsons panel, talking about the Simpsons, um, <laughs> but there was literally nothing in the Simpsons panel. It was just yeah, it's nothing. still going. It, it really is. <laughs> Season uh, thirty-three. My God. Yeah. The only panel I saw that I was like, "Ooh, I might watch that." Was there was a panel with uh, the Stargate Universe, not Stargate, Stargate Atlantis cast. Uh, reminiscing about the show uh, and the anniversary of that because there's fucking 100% new Stargate show coming. I can feel it in my bones. Uh, <laughs> and I, I loved Stargate uh, Atlantis. So I, that one was appealing to me, but I haven't watched it. The uh, Doctor Who panel, uh, I just clicked on it now because when me and you watched it, Scott, I feel we were perhaps the first people in the world to watch it because <laughs> uh, it had like two views when I clicked on it, which, you know, me and you. Uh, yeah, it's it, had, now... it, it had two views when I clicked on it too. <laughs> yeah, it's now uh, up to thirteen thousand views, so uh, a, a fair few more people have have watched it. Uh, unfortunately, the likes and comments are all turned off. I wonder how much that is in comparison to the other. I'm just gonna have a quick look to see what the mm. other. What's YouTube's popular? Not YouTube, but Doctor Who's popularity in comparison. Right it's definitely a lot more than like the other one that just, has just been dropped, like thirty-four views, twenty-one views. Mm-hmm. Oh, they've 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 put the full trailer up on. Um... Oh wait, no, sorry. Have they? Yes, they have. 
uh, season 13 trailer. Oh, it's longer. Oh. No, it's, no, it's, it's not. It's, it's like it's, a minute long. It's not longer. It's just they do that thing at the start. And the oh, where the they end. show the trailer at the start. Yes. Right. right. They tricked me, goddammit. By the looks of things, it, there's only one panel that's like bigger than Doctor Who's at the moment. It's uh, the Walking Dead panel, mm. which makes sense because that's on its final season. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, like, every other show has their own dedicated panel now. Don't Like, not panel, their own dedicated convention behind them, you know? like It really does. <laughs> there, There isn't really a WhoCon that's big enough to uh, reveal Doctor Who news and trailers, is there? All right. Anyway, en- enough talking about Comic-Con. I think we should talk about the panel itself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought the panel was fine. It it was as safe as I was expecting it to be, you know, because when they were like, and Jodie will answer questions about, you know, Doctor Who and stuff like that. And they, they were obviously like pre-screened questions about like, what was it like shooting? What was your favorite moment on set? It's, there wasn't really that much information to be gauged from the actual panel discussion per yeah, se. Literally questions they've been asked over and over again for like the last, I don't know, four years yeah there were some good bits in it uh i actually thought chris chipnell was very likable on the panel which is surprising because most of the time i think he's kind of you know he he gives me tory vibes even though he you know he's probably not a tory he just he looks like one uh yeah he's he's english uh (laughs) he he definitely has that face doesn't he yeah yeah uh but, you know, he was really personable and he was really, I think, seemed excited talking about this new season. Uh, and which I guess we'll just get into it now. The the reveal of what this season is going to be. Uh, they said it's, it's, it's going to be one story, which I yeah. think is incredibly interesting. So do I. I think it's the first time we've actually had like one continuous story last throughout the season since Trial of the Time Lords, which was in Colin Baker's second and final season. So yeah, it'll be mm-hmm. super interesting. It will also be interesting to see how well it does in the ratings. Because, you know, Doctor Who, uh, believe it or not, does really well in the ratings still. Uh, and But it's 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 been an episodic show since it came back. You know, every show has been self-contained, minus a two-part here and there. So I'll be interested to see how many people actually stick with a serialized season. I'm actually, uh, I'm actually more interested, more interested to see the response that people take when they view it in a binge session. So like a continuous eight-hour binge. Mm. Like I think that's, I think that's where the demographic is going to be for this season. Yeah, it would be interesting. I'd, I might actually make it easier to rewatch it as well because you know the the struggle with rewatching shows like Doctor Who and you know I'm bringing up Star Trek again like Star Trek the 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 hard bit that comes with watching Star Trek when it's on a streaming service is all the episodes are there and it's an episodic TV show so all the episodes are contained uh, so you can't you don't really want to go from one to the next you want to watch one then maybe have a break and step away from it whatever. Uh, so with one where they said every episode's ending on a cliffhanger, uh, yeah, I could see it being bingeable, and I kind of want it all to come out at once. <laughs> I I do wonder if this was a decision made by Chibnall or it was a decision made by the BBC executives. They were like, I can imagine the 
the chairman of BBC One being like, hey, we need to bring in viewers, the same amount of viewers every single week. Can you do cliffhangers, make it a continuous story? Because I think Ooh. when... I think it, when it's single stories, people can be like, this story is shit. I'm not going to tune in next week because there's no draw, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, it's a lot easier to lose people if you have a bad episode, which there's been plenty of recently. I thought I just had that made me go, ooh. Um, <laughs> maybe the, you know, it, it, it was obviously, it was probably at least amicable between BBC and Chibnall about making the season serialized. Maybe the reason they wanted Chibnall to do it is because of Broadchurch. That's possible, yeah. You know, Broadchurch is like 12 episodes serialized. Every episode ends on a cliffhanger. There's a big mystery going on. He knows how to do that really well. So, you know, maybe this season of Doctor Who will be fucking phenomenal because he has this Broadchurch experience of, like, let's untangle a mystery over the course of 12 episodes rather than trying to do that in 40 minutes and not giving anybody enough time to breathe or do anything. So, I... Just talking about it, I'm actually getting myself excited for this season. <laughs> and I can very much imagine there's going to be smaller contained stories, obviously. Like, one week we'll have, like, whatever Sontaran's plot this week, when it will somehow contain elements of the overarching plot, but mm-hmm. it will still be singleized. This is, yeah. night- this is going to be a nightmare when we eventually do our big, long podcast <laughs> reviews. Because... Uh, <laughs> We're we're either going to decide to either split the episodes up, like do them all over a place, or <laughs> just con- just review it as one big story. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, definitely, maybe maybe what we do, and this is you know we're just just pitching podcast stuff on the podcast. Uh, we do it we do it weekly. You know, we review the episodes as they come out, so we can get that lovely algorithmic clicks going on. But then at the end of the season. We do, uh, uh, you know, go back and watch it all again with fresh eyes, knowing where the thing is, and be like, okay, so this is what the actual thing was. So we do like a big uh, roundup finale. Uh, yeah, that would be very much good. I think that would be great. Good. I'm glad you didn't shoot me down uh, <laughs> on air. Uh, but but um, my consideration is, I wonder. So we don't we don't know anything about what this story is, other than just. We don't know anything, really. We don't know anything. There was a line in the trailer. I'm sure we'll go into the trailer a little bit later in the show. There was a line in the trailer where Yaz says, uh, like, you're hiding something uh, to the doctor. It's it's a line like that. So my assumption is there's it, it's a mystery. There's something going on. The doctor's being a bit weird about it. I would hope it's something... To, now, hear me out on this. I would hope it's something to do with the Timeless Child. As much as people hate the Timeless Child... I think it could work if they did something to make it redeemable, because the last episode, the New Year special, just dropped the plot entirely, and I think it would be a damn shame just to drop the plot for no reason. We need to bring it back, because this is a big event in the Doctor's life, to find out about her history, and we really need to bring it back and explore it and conclude it in some way. Yeah, uh, I and I think doing that across, like, what, eight episodes? How many episodes is this season? Eight, yes. Yeah, yeah. Doing that across eight consecutive serialized episodes would be a fun way to explore that. Because the issue with the finale, where they introduce the Timeless Child and it's the big revelation, if you haven't been watching Doctor Who at all, it's 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 complete and utter gibberish. 
it is scenes of gibberish. And then if you have been watching Doctor Who, it's infuriating gibberish. So you <laughs> and so if there's like they have eight hours to lay it all out and explain it and explore it and you know it's potential to really develop the characters in a unique way that we've not seen maybe we're all wrong and that the timeless child is the greatest piece of storytelling doctor who's ever had you know i i live in hope but <laughs> if they just do it like the daleks are going to destroy the earth in eight episodes i will be severely disappointed yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else to say. Um, it really didn't give us anything. Just <laughs> no, there was the reveal of a guest star uh, that's coming. They said it's like every episode's gonna have a guest star or something like that. I think uh, guest doctors are just gonna recur over the series. So some guest doctors will be in like four episodes, five episodes, mm. etc., which is very uh, Pertwee era where. It has like a consistent recurring cast, which I'm interested in. Yeah, I'm so interested to see what this season's going to be. You know, it's like they didn't reveal a lot uh, in the season, or not the season, in the panel. But the stuff they did reveal makes you go, hmm, oh, this sounds sounds way different. And it's it's, uh, very much a risk, I would say, because it's a big change to the format. Yeah, but, you know, as we were saying, it could be the risk the show needs. Because if this is successful, I would not be surprised if every season after this is serialized uh, rather than episodic. You know, because the show's been going for what, 13 seasons? Is that yeah. right? Yeah, the yeah. show's been going. It, it, it can either stay the same in which it's, you know, not as popular as it was. Uh, it's It's got a dedicated fan base who aren't probably going to leave it, but they will complain because the show feels like it's stagnating and the stuff they're coming up with isn't fresh. Changing the format is a phenomenal way to relight that spark, reignite the fan base. We're like, holy shit, Doctor Who's doing some crazy shit right now. Uh, you know, we're, we're, each season is a whole story rather than each episode. And then the finale is a two-parter, which is the actual, but you need to pay attention to. Uh, I think it I think it could be game-changing for Doctor Who if it's successful. It's just a massive mistake that we just didn't reveal too much. Like, think about it. This is the first bit of marketing we've had for this show since the New Year special. That was, what, seven, eight months ago? We've had, yeah. enough, we've had nothing since then. And we needed, like, a two-minute trailer where we get a grip, we get a grip of the story, characters, storyline, etc. We just need something to grab onto where, oh, this is Doctor Who. I'm excited again. Yeah, you know, um, do you know, do you know why that hasn't happened? It's because it's not coming out anytime soon. This is the <laughs> teaser trailer for the actual trailer that will come out in like two months' time. Because the um, show still doesn't have a fucking release date because they're still filming it. It did say later this year, and we're near the end <laughs> of the year almost. It'll be here before we're, we know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they they never gave a date. They can always push that date. They can always push it forward. True, but I think I think if they had any idea where they were like, maybe we won't meet this deadline, now would be the time where they knew for sure if they couldn't meet this deadline. Because this thing has been shooting for like eight months, we must be near finished at the moment. Yeah, I also think that, uh, you know, as terrible as I personally think the easing of COVID restrictions in England is, 
Uh, I think that's going to really help Doctor Who wrap up production way quicker than it would have if uh, they still had to follow COVID protocols. Because now, and I don't know what the BBC's stats on it, maybe the BBC will still want to follow COVID stuff, but now they don't actually have to. Uh, so that will probably be a big benefit to production because that's been the thing that's been slowing them down so much. My presumption is we'll be finished in like three or four weeks and just... I'm not sure if they'll announce they're finished. They probably will, but... Hmm. I think they will be finished because they're probably on like episode seven or eight at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I would suspect they're filming the finale. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know what their shooting schedule is or if they shoot multiple episodes at the same time. Uh, so really can't speak on it. But for all I know, they're shooting the first scene of the first episode. Who fucking knows? Uh, although a thought I just had that I would fucking love and I really hope Chibnall... Uh, pulls out like Moffat level big brain is this is a whole serialized season what if it's got some real time travel fuckery in it you know I would adore that shit if we see the doctor at different points uh, if we're doing the timeless child we could see different versions of the doctor uh, all interacting you know go balls to the fucking wall Avengers style with it uh, yeah I'm and- kind of Based on what you're saying, I'm kind of thinking uh, Back to the Future 2, where they cross over their own time stream, or uh, the end of Series 5, where... I haven't seen that one in a while. What happened? <laughs> but, yeah. What was Season 5? Who was the Doctor in Season 5? Matt Smith. It was As a big Pandorico. Astronaut one? Oh, Pandorico opens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, it was yeah. a big cool thing where he keeps on jumping throughout time and... Yeah, whatever. We haven't yeah, seen I haven't it, seen I haven't seen that, it I haven't in a while. Forever, it's been a long time. time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I think they have a real big potential here to do some real fuckery with uh, Jody and time travel and the Timeless Child. And hey, maybe they'll bring back the fucking Time Lords again. Uh... <laughs> in terms of marketing, I'm I'd rather be in this situation where we don't know anything than the situation we were in four years ago when we knew that the two masters would be in the series ten final. So that was a big clusterfuck. It was like the series hadn't even aired yet, and we knew that John Sim was returning as master of Missy. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's str- it's strange that they haven't revealed even the because you know we know the Weeping Angels and the Suntarans are coming back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- those photos leaked, uh, and there was a comment just on the trailer where someone was like. Uh, uh, guys, guys, we all know the Sontarans and the Weeping Angels are back. The photos are everywhere online. It's okay to show them. Uh, that was from Cybrus16. Uh, uh, and yeah, you know, I don't get why they're hiding that fact, but... Yeah. What, like, we could probably go and watch the trailer now and just review what we see. <laughs> okay. There's, there's nothing to see, really. <laughs> no, there's not. The The trailer opens with Jody walking through the mist into a very nice close-up shot. I do love the cinematography of her seasons. She's the best fucking camera work Doctor Who's ever had. Oh yeah, I think this is part of why it's taken so long to shoot, because they're taking so much effort just for cinematography alone. Yeah, we then get a very quick flash of The Doctor Returns. What do you think of this new logo they're doing, by the way? Um, uh, it's it's, it's it... like the Doctor's rainbow uh, strap with the Doctor Who logo on it. I think it's okay. It's very much the same logo as we've seen before, just with a different background. I wonder if it's going to be 
in the theme, I wonder if we're getting a new theme song where the, where the rainbow stripe somehow gets integrated in, but I'm, I don't know. Mm. Maybe the rainbow stripe is to reference all of the different timelines in which the Doctor, they're doing, instead of time travel, they're going to go multi-dimensional. Because, you know, we know other dimensions exist from the episode with the Cybermen, you know? So that means that there's definitely other versions of the Doctor from those dimensions, surely. Go full Rick and Morty with it. Or or Loki. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but we then we then see a shot of Jodie standing in green screen. Uh, it's... I'd yeah, be surprised she... if that was the final composite. It it looks a bit rough, <laughs> but she's standing in space. Basically, it's 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 a, it's a background. There's some kind of like weird bubbly effect that we mm-hmm. notice. I'm not I'm not sure what's going on there, but there's nothing to really see. She just turns around. And that's yeah, the she, shot. <laughs> she, 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 the the trailer's full of a lot of people looking shocked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we then see a shot of a very, very handsome-looking Jacob Anderson, who was revealed to be one of the guest stars, who you uh, listeners may know if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, like I was before that last season, uh, as, God, I forget his name, Grey something. He was the slave guy that had no dick and loved uh, loved the lady that got her head cut off. Uh, <laughs> was uh, he in C- was he in season one? No. Okay, because season one is the only season I've seen of that show. I don't. I don't think he comes into like season four or five. Okay, that's why. I've only seen him in Game Grumps because he appeared in a couple of episodes, yeah, yeah. and he was in episodes for TV show with Matt LeBlanc from Friends. Uh, I I've never really watched that show. It's do you do you like uh, do you like BoJack Horseman? I loved BoJack Horseman. I think you would like episodes. It's very much in the same kind of vein. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he's a really good uh, actor. He's a pretty decent musician. It's not the type of music I listen to. Uh, but it's 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 pretty good. And he's a lovely person. Like on Game Grumps, he's fucking charming as shit. And on the panel where he showed up, he was so full of passion. It was so good. And I really hope he's not playing a shit character. Uh <laughs> But, he, he, uh, he does seem to be kind of playing like a sci-fi action hero, kind of, because we've got that image of him mm-hmm. in a jacket with a gun. And he looks very like Han a hero. Solo. He's very Han yeah. Solo. He's got the vest and everything. It's it's very Han Solo. And I wonder how many episodes... I presume he's going to be like in six or six to eight episodes, I imagine, which makes him kind of like a recurring character, which I'm really looking forward to see his character arc. Like... When we've had one-off characters before, we've only had them for like 45 minutes, and it's not enough time to give them enough development. And here yeah. we get... And and also, having Han Solo on the TARDIS could be cool as fuck. <laughs> Assuming he's like Han Solo. I'm basing it entirely off how he's dressed. Uh, I, I, I think it would be a fun dynamic. Uh, but the trailer is so fucking full of fast cuts. Uh... We've got a shot of Jodie Whittaker in like a forest and she's reaching out for something. Or I guess. Yeah, and her hair looks wet. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of mist behind her. So so God knows what she's reaching out for, but it's literally it's on that shot for about a second. It's a blink and you miss it shot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we then cut to some spinning robot blade things. They look kind of cool. 
uh, and they're on an alien planet, which is very CGI. Again, I don't think this is the finished CGI because normally it looks a little bit better than this. Uh, when when was the last time Doctor Who has had an episode set on an alien planet? It's been a long time. Oh god, I, there there probably was one last season, wasn't there? <sighs> I need to. I remember. Well, I think it was last season. They were on Earth for so long. That's the problem with modern Doctor Who. They spend too long on Earth or in spaceships. It's mm. yeah, but you know those are way easier to. Uh... <laughs> shooting thing oh, yeah, true, creating but, yeah. an entire alien environment so when was the last time they were in alien land <laughs> as space is formerly known like we were in, on Gallifrey for a little bit last oh, season yeah, but Gallifrey. Not, a, not a whole episode yeah because everyone was a cyberman so they couldn't really stay on Gallifrey for too long uh, <laughs> like speaking of see, speaking of storylines that could have lasted an entire plot the whole two episodes of last season could have been like six episodes honestly yeah and, and then you could probably avoid just the like mountains of exposition dump that the master had to do in that finale yeah and and you'd probably piss off a lot less people if you have time to breathe and develop this big plot twist that's what this season's gonna be about i wrote it i know i'm chris <laughs> chivnall here's my mask i'm taking it off imagine that reveal uh, but yeah, we see these robot things, and they look fine enough. Uh, they look like Doctor Who style robots, don't they? Like uh, they look kind of, they look kind of like we're going to be similar to the spears in the end of series three, the Master Spears. Mm. We're just we're just like a flying drone that's designed to kill people, basically. Yeah, they don't look uh, like spears, but you understand what I mean. <laughs> We then cut to, um, oh my god, what's his name? Comedian man. New guy uh, coming on the show. John Bishop. I see John, his... yes. I see John Bishop's face every time I go to work because he's coming to Aberdeen at some point. <laughs> <laughs> we can get him on the show. Uh, <laughs> we, we see John Bishop and uh, Mandip Gill, who are Yaz and I forget John Bishop's character's name. Dan. Uh, Yaz and Dan. All, all we know each. about him. All yeah. we know about uh, uh, and they're the TARDIS is, is is doing a rumble, and they're doing the great sci-fi thing we were talking about, where they pretend <laughs> to fall over. Uh, I think we were talking about that last week, uh, <laughs> and we were also talking about that in Resurrection of uh, Daleks as well. Yep, they do that a lot. <laughs> Uh, then the the trailer cuts to black for a moment, and then like a horror movie springs back to life, and we see the TARDIS traveling through the new vortex. What the fuck do you think about this new vortex? It looks very psychedelic. I kind of love it. <laughs> it does look very psychedelic. It uh, also kind of looks like right. Uh, I don't know if you ever had like like ten to fifteen years ago old school tumble dryers had like a tube you had to pull out and stick out the window to ventilate it looks like someone's got that tube and covered the insides <laughs> with um uh, fairy lights yeah and that's what the tardis looks like now uh not the tardis the vortex i do still kind of like it though it looks a lot more textured and solid than what the vortexes looked like previously which is interesting 
I do I do wonder if they'll ever come up with an in-universe explanation of why the Vortex seems to change every few years. <laughs> or they, they haven't actually, I don't think, ever made reference to the Vortex since uh, David Tennant and the Sound of Drums. Yeah, <laughs> like they just they just ignore it. <laughs> like like remember during the Russell T Davis era, if he went back in time, the vortex was blue, and if he went forward in time, the vortex was red. I wonder. If, yeah. I, I wonder if there's ever like a cut line where the doctor's like, "Oh, the vortex is red this time. We're going forward." <laughs> <laughs> they all they need is a line, right? Say the doctor's not been paying attention to the vortex this whole time. The doctor like looks at the monitor and goes, "Whoa, the vortex changed!" Like, <laughs> what? When did that happen? But we then see the doctor and uh, Yaz and John, uh, and the doctor's like, "I'm the doctor," and her hair's wet again. So this is clearly the same episode with the trees, <laughs> unless the doctor has wet hair the whole sh- the whole show, which is possible. Uh... <laughs> it looks a bit wetter than the last time we saw it, so maybe she got dunked in water even more <laughs> perhaps uh but she's introducing uh she's like i'm the doctor that's yaz and uh that's john is it is it john or is it dan dan <laughs> dan isn't it yeah. yeah it's dan um uh i do like the framing uh, and the acting of jody yeah. as she's introduced she's like doing thumbs and it, it's framed really nice on uh yaz but then dan's too tall and so they cut <laughs> <laughs> they cut to a close-up of him in a in a different shot uh uh which i think we get our first actual lines from him he says as, no way uh, as the character dan he, yeah he goes no which i'm guessing he's looking at the tardis did he have uh, lines in the new year special maybe i don't i remember he was in a van yeah, he turns around and he might have said some <laughs> something. Yeah, did he say something or was or was someone talking at him? I think a bit of both. I'm not quite sure. We can pull up BBC iPlayer and find out. Yeah, find out. <laughs> uh, but but while you do that, yeah, I think this scene is either an alien appearing in front of him or the TARDIS appearing in front of him. My bet would be on the TARDIS uh, appearing in front of him. And that's why he seems pretty calm about it. Like, no way. Rather than, holy fucking alien! Uh... <laughs> also, is he in... Si- okay. What, what, there's an exposition shot. Is that Sydney? Hold on, I'll show you the link. <laughs> what? Is what Sydney? Like, is this Australia? Is he from Australia? No, I think that's London. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I don't know my locations. I'm dumb. <laughs> I think it. I don't know the London skyline very well, but it's. It. I know it's really jagged and all over the place, and it kind of looks. I. I would assume it's London. No, he, no. Dan, Dan in the last episode, he just turns around and there's loads of quick shots of him. And it says introducing John Bishop. And we still don't know anything about him. <laughs> Actually, you know, it's probably not London. It. It could be someplace in Wales. Possibly, because uh, c- yeah. everyone's talking with a Welsh accent, aren't they? Or is it Liverpool? I don't know the accent that he has. Is it Wales? <laughs> is it? Does he have? Is it Liverpoolian? Where's he I from? Really do... <laughs> <laughs> I, I really wish we'd bring back Wales as a character in Doctor Who, because during the Russell T Davis era, it felt like Wales was a character. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, he's from Liverpool, so it's probably Liverpool that they're in. Okay. Uh, 
and yeah you know what happened to the doctor needing to charge the tardis at, at in in wales at the time rupture or whatever uh the fuck it was you know yeah <laughs> uh but yeah so he, he he says his first lines that we hear of no way uh and we then cut to immediately him falling on his face which tells you all you need to know about the character he's a goofy old man who's going to be the the comic relief uh yeah. for this season Definitely the comic relief, much like Nardole or Graham again. Yeah, I, which I, is great. I, do... I love I love both of those characters, so I'm sure I'll love uh, <laughs> uh, Dan. <laughs> I do hope he's a bit more than just another uh, old white funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be. He won't be. <laughs> uh, but we then cut to uh, the scene where he falls on his face. Probably... I think the best moment Yaz has ever had in Doctor Who. Yeah, uh, she just nonchalantly like, hiya. Yeah, yeah she's like, hiya. You know, it's it's probably the most personality she's shown and she's not really doing much. She's reading a book and is super casual about it. It's, it does look a bit like Indiana Jones where they're like in a secret temple just reading a book, learning about the history of this place and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and we then cut to, uh, oh God, I don't know how to describe this. The Doctor and uh, Dan uh, on, like, uh, how the fuck would you describe what they're holding on to? Like a, like, um... It, it's kind of like a spaceship, like a, but... It's... Like a glider with engines on the side. Yeah, kind of, yeah, a glider, like a... A green goblin glider. Yeah, yeah, but they're hanging off the back of it. Uh, and it's fucking zipping by. And they're on the same alien planet where we saw those robots from. So this is making me think that the trailer they're showing is all footage from the first few episodes. Yeah. like I, yeah, Because, I, I, yeah, you know, we're seeing the same locations again. The Doctor had wet hair like two or three times. We've seen this place now two times. So I really uh, don't think they're showing us much of anything even in this teaser where they're showing us fuck all i really don't think they're showing us much of anything right now again i just i just, I just want something <laughs> i wonder when the next trailer will be oh like next year uh <laughs> <laughs> but we then see um uh, uh yaz uh, to the doctor saying you're hiding something which is going to probably be the crux of the story this season it's it's our first kernel of mystery but haven't we had her like do that before in like series eleven where everybody's like we don't know actually we don't actually know who the doctor is. Is is she human? Like we don't know that information and we're like she's hiding something. And nothing yeah, really. But came now from that. I think it feels more dramatic because mm, yeah. we as the uh, we as the audience also don't know this information. You know? Uh yeah. and, and also they're playing off to be more dramatic rather than a bit more jokey jokey and you know, the, the first season of Jody's kind of all over the place. Uh, but he, I, I really, I have really high hopes for this season. I don't know why. Just talking about it is getting me excited about it. But uh, we see we see Jody looking very sad and very dramatic, which is like, ooh, ooh, hoo, hoo, story, story, story. Why is she so sad? Probably because all of the Time Lords are dead again. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I hope she doesn't turn it around and say, Tell me, Yaz, am I a good man? 
Where did I get this face, Yaz? Where did I get this face? <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd love that. That that would be the biggest twist. Fucking Peter Capaldi's back. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, we then see the doctor uh, telling everyone to get inside quick. Uh, weeping angels. Maybe. I could see it, I could see it being weeping angels because no one's blinking. Everyone's eyes are wide open, especially the doctors. You know the doctors are in fear. Sure, I would suspect it's weeping angels. They're escaping. Could mm-hmm. be anything. It, it could, could literally be. could be anything. Yeah, uh, we then see um, uh, a good old, good old, good old pal Dan falling through a dark tube with lights. Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing he's being abducted by aliens. Perhaps he's being abducted by uh, our our good friend Jacob. The uh, is that, was that his, is that his name, isn't it? Yeah, Jacob. Yeah, Jacob Anderson. Because uh, he said on the panel he has his own spaceship. So maybe this is how we get introduced to him. I am getting kind of Captain Jack vibes off of him. You know when um, Captain Jack first appears in the <laughs> empty child? Oh, uh, uh, maybe that's why he's here. Maybe he's <laughs> to replace what was going to be Captain Jack. Uh, like Captain Jack is introduced by beaming up Rose Tyler into his spaceship. So, mm-hmm. yeah, similar vibes is all I'm saying. Uh, we then very very quickly see the Doctor loading up a slingshot to fire at I'm going to say a Sontaran because these are the only aliens we know that are going to be there and I think the image of the Doctor firing a rock at a Sontaran's head would be funny. Also they don't... have the button on the back of their neck. That's, don't they? that's exactly what I was going to say. Maybe she's aiming for the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she, she could she could knock one out like that. That yeah, makes sense. We're putting we're putting it together. Uh, we, then, we then have Jacob uh, also there's somebody with her. Hang on. In the shot with the doctor holding, who's this person to her left? That's not. That's not Yaz. I don't recognize the actor, but that's clearly uh, another character we've not been introduced yet to yet. Yeah, it's it's very kind of out of focus. It's hard to see. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, we then have uh, Jacob Anderson going whoa, doing his best uh, uh, Keanu Reeves whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we we see we see good old Dan looking scared again. As I said, everybody here looks terrified constantly. I actually we we see we see Yaz looking scared as well. And then we yep. cut to the doctor whose hair is looking a bit disheveled. She looks pretty tired. Uh, I, 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 we know she's not regenerating, so she's, it's not as if she's about to regenerate. But clearly, something bad has just happened, and she's fried from it. Like holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does a sly wee smirk and then we get the the new logo uh, which is really just the old logo with some rainbows behind it kind of textured over on the right you see it's like some like ground or something uh, yeah but it, it it looks fine enough Doctor Who uh, returns later this year and then Jody asks <laughs> yeah and then Jody asks any questions uh, no, see you soon. I'm like, fuck you, I have loads of questions. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was how long? So uh, four 40 sec. seconds, about about 40... Uh, actually, not even yeah. le- less than that, but 30, probably. 35? Yeah, it's, A it's very, nothing. very short trailer, mainly of people looking shocked, 
basically no information, but I I'm still super excited. Like, show us the Sontarans or the Weeping Angels. At least bring back the old fans, because, like, something. They're saving it for the actual, when they reveal the date of the show. I think it's because they don't know when it's airing yet, because they're not done. So, I think mm-hmm. they'll start to reveal stuff when they finish, when they finish shooting. Uh, and, and that's going to be pretty fucking exciting when it does happen. Hopefully soon. Hopefully by the next news show, we're like, the Doctor Who trailer dropped, hell yeah. And we're not like, still no Doctor Who news, woo. Can I just say something? October 31st is a Sunday. And if we, that's like a perfect time to start Doctor Who, I think. Like, Halloween. (laughs) Why not? Did you know why it's not the perfect time? Why? That's my mum's birthday, so. No one Uh, gives a shit about your (laughs) mum. So, so I won't be able, won't be able to watch it probably. But also, December twelfth is a Sunday as well. That's my birthday, so Doctor mm. Who on my birthday, boy. You know, you know what, Scott? No one gives a shit about you. <laughs> True. Uh, yes, that was the Doctor Who panel. Mostly, there wasn't really much more information. Uh, they talked a lot about being on set and how much fun it was and how everyone gets along and it was like yeah okay this is nice to listen to but there's not really any news from this if you've listened to any doctor who panel discussion over the last like what 10 years you know exactly what you're going to get walking into this it's it's the same bog standard stuff if you've listened to any show discussion it's always because no one's going to be on a panel and be like here i fucking hated working with you and you and you you made my life no they're always going to be like it was so good and everyone's such a family it's not until like three years later when you get the dirt where they're like oh he was a fucking worst person ever she sucked she shouted at me all the time you know everyone's always going to say these plaze statements uh because it's good publicity isn't it yeah the, the panel was like what 35 minutes 40 minutes just nothing like i wrote down like four bullet points and that's all we've got basically yeah yeah there's that really really no information to be gauged from it uh i still think it was a pretty entertaining watch i i I didn't i didn't hate it uh at all but it was yeah not as revealing as i was hoping it to be uh is there any other events coming up soon in which they could reveal in like a month or two is there any any actual events happening panel wise we do have new york comic con but that's in october mm. so mm. i'm thinking maybe i think october would be too late to do a final trailer honestly maybe but maybe they're holding because they're still shooting and say because I, I i honestly don't think the, the show's going to start till november december time maybe they're wanting to wait because December, uh, New York Comic Con probably will have people. Means they could show the trailer to a live audience. Well, it two seconds. You well, know. I mean, just I know wrestling currently in the states is back in stadiums with people. Like thousands of people are crammed into stadiums again in the states. So I wouldn't be surprised if Comic Con has people. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, looks like it will be. Ah, uh, physic. No. <laughs> Maybe internet is confusing. I think, yeah, I think it does have physical 
events. Yeah, I'm not quite that's, sure. <laughs> that's what I, I would expect it to have physical events because everything's opening up again. Uh, and, I, I, you know, I, as I said, like, I watch a lot of uh, professional wrestling and they've just opened up entirely. They're back touring around the States. They're in stadiums full of thousands of people, like, uh, which is nice to watch because you're like, yay, people are back and they play such big part into the crowds and the show but oh, there's always that part inside of me where i'm like that's so many people in a room holy fuck uh <laughs> but yeah you always hear stories about people getting ill at comic con i think it's a big mistake to do it this soon yeah but you know uh when is it well, like october that's a good few months away hopefully uh people have been vaccinated but it's the states and they don't like vaccines over there so who fucking knows <laughs> but i would expect them to reveal if 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 it does go ahead and if the show still isn't out by then 100 percent they'll do a trailer reveal in front of a live crowd uh because then everyone yeah. can go yay i think that's a big missed opportunity for this comic-con at least it should have been a live premiere and everybody yeah. gets to see the trailer at the same time it needed yeah, Something but then, that... then everybody at the same time would have gone, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but shall we move on to the, the next part of the news, Scott? Yeah, uh, it's a bit of sad news, actually. Uh, just as, I think it was the day after we did our last news roundup, Jackie Lane, uh, our dodo, died, sadly, at the age of 79. Um... So Dodo was a companion for the first Doctor, and she appeared in season three for about nineteen episodes. I'd say. Did have you ever seen anything with Dodo? Uh, no, I have not ever seen anything with Dodo. Uh, I got I was like halfway through season two, not even that with the first Doctor. So that was the companion before her, uh, whose name I'm forgetting. Uh, Vicky. Yes, Vicky. Uh, and they basically fill the the spot that um. Uh, oh my god, names. Susan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They basically filled the spot Susan left. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the, first, the first Doctor always had like a teenage companion on his journeys. Like the creep that he was. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, hold on. Uh, she So she started in theatre. Uh, she, she was actually going to audition for Susan, uh, uh, which is fascinating. Uh, she was when she was pitched for show. She she heard it was going to be six weeks, and she was like, "Oh, I'll I'll go for that." And then all of a sudden, those six weeks turned into a year long contract, and she's like, uh, "No, I'd rather not." <laughs> so uh, several years down the line, in 1966, she joined on the show for a, fr a three month contract, and became Dodo, starting from a very good story called The Ark, which is a story where Dodo, Stephen, and the Doctor travel uh they they find they land on a spaceship and uh, they discover it's humanity millions of years in the future uh dodo has a cold and these humans don't actually they've actually haven't had the cold for years so they've 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 gone past the point of having a cold so the cold is like a very dangerous thing to them they no They'll, longer have like, the antibodies to fight it yeah yeah and it's a very it's a very interesting story. Yeah, sounds 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 good. Uh, I I'm sure we'll cover some of her stories in the future, and 
you know, it'll be tragic yet endearing because classic Who back then always is. It's so weird. It's such a strange, strange wee show. Uh, um, at least she she lived a long ass life though. You yeah, know? she sadly never did anything with Big Finish, but after she left after she left Doctor Who, she decided acting wasn't for her anymore, and she became an acting agent instead. She was the agent for somebody called Tom Baker. Not quite sure who that person is. Clearly, she wasn't that good of an agent then. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, she became the agent of Tom Baker, Janet Fielding, who we saw in Resurrection of the Daleks, who played Tegan. She got knocked out by a Dalek plunger. And Nicholas Courtney, who we just saw in The Demons, playing Gould Brigadier. So what you're saying is she became Doctor Who's casting agent. Uh, Pretty much, yes. <laughs> I mean, interestingly enough, this is unrelated, but during research for the movie, I found out that Janet Fielding, who played Tegan, was the acting, was the acting agent for Paul McGann, who went on to become the Eighth Doctor. So hmm. it's an odd little world the Doctor Who is. Yeah, so what you're saying is, is we need to find someone who used to be on the cast, who's now an agent, and get them to cast us in Doctor Who. Simple. <laughs> simple but yeah sadly a lot of her episodes don't a lot of her episodes don't exist and a lot of work she's done outside of doctor who does not exist at all like doctor who is all she's really known for which is a crying shame because the bbc is really shit at in the 60s we were really shit at just destroying every tape Yep, it's it's the biggest tragedy of Doctor Who, I think, personally. I think it's it's real sad. But yeah, rest in peace, Jackie Lane. That's all I have to say. Indeed, indeed. Uh, on to ne- very good news. Uh, Doctor Who Edge of Reality, a uh, video game. One of those fancy video games that will rot your brain uh, has finally got a release date. Uh and what is that release date, you ask? Well, allow me to scroll through this article and find it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to disable my ad block. <laughs> wow. Wow. Ba, 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 ba. The release date is confirmed off the 30th of September, 2020. 30th of September, 2021. Which is which is pretty, pretty, pretty good. It's a VR game, isn't it? Um, I think it's a bit no. of both. No, it's, it's not. It's launching, on... On, it's launching on the Switch and PC and Xbox and PS5 and stuff like that. It's not I'll a VR get... game. It says right I'll... here in the article. I'll definitely get the PS4 or the Nintendo Switch. I'm not sure at the moment. <laughs> I'll get it on PC because I am the superior one. Uh, do we Do we know what type of game it's going to be? Um, is, it's a bit. It like it's, it's a bit of a cross genre game. It's got shooting. It's got strategy. I presume platforming. Not. We haven't seen any gameplay footage. We've only got a trailer, which I will. It doesn't link really to show. You. Yeah, I just watched the trailer. It doesn't show much, does it? Um, there's gonna be. There's gonna be a villain, new villain, I guess. Interesting. Oh, I. I, I I look forward to it. I really like that Doctor Who's recently diving more into video games. You know, they did the VR game. They've got the Weeping Angel game on your mobile phone, which I completed in like a day. 
uh it's fine uh uh I, 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 they've got this new one it still doesn't fill the hole that i've always wanted for doctor who which could possibly be the greatest rpg game ever made but you know so, so we've got a description it stars the 13th doctor voiced by jodie whittaker and we've got david tennant who apparently makes like a quick cameo and a guest appearance i'm not sure how much he's going to be in the game but they really do love pairing the 13th and 10th Doctor, but the description is Enter the Chaosverse, where reality itself is threatened by a series of time-breaking glitches and partner with two formidable Doctors as you seek to uncover a deeper mystery. Confront, an, confront a terrifying new threat and face classic Doctor Who monsters including Daleks, Weeping Angels, and Cy- uh, Cybermen. I wonder so, yeah. if it's going to be a puzzle game. I Do you remember those video games... Around 2010, they were computer games. They had You're going to need to give cap- me a little bit more than do I remember computer <laughs> games from 2010. They, they had, there was about five of them. They had a voice cast of Matt Smith, Karen Gillan. I think Arthur Derville was in one no, of them. No, I don't. I don't. It it launched on, like, the, the first one launched on, like, the day the 11th hour dropped. They're okay. But <laughs> not the best. Yeah, I could I could see this being a puzzle game where you have to use like time and stuff to solve the puzzles. Hopefully, it's not too kiddy, uh, you know. Because if they're going down the video game route, you know, Doctor Who's aimed at younger kids. They could make it a kids game and make the puzzles really simple and easy to do. Kind of hope they don't, but that's just because you know I'm an adult man and I want to play the kids game. Uh, <laughs> I I. I, I hope it does well, though, because I think there's such potential for Doctor Who video games. Honestly, I think there's so much they could do with it. Yeah, they've really been trying Doctor Who video games since, like, the 90s, and they've never really been able to succeed at all. It's because they've never given it uh, the money that it needs to succeed or the type of game that it needs, you know? You know, I Doctor Who would be fucking phenomenal in, like, a Skyrim Witcher-style RPG, you know? open world travel round decisions matter custom character whatever the fuck you want uh with this fun doctor who time traveling story i think it would be fucking cool as fuck get customized your own tardis you know meet and battle classic i there's so much potential for an awesome fucking video game and they never do it honestly the only doctor Who video game i've owned is doctor who top trumps for the nintendo <laughs> wii <laughs> fucking uh, top I, trumps i i never owned the video actually holy fuck i did own that game on the wii oh my god <laughs> i think i still have it memory just fucking unlocked i did own that game on the wii yes i played the fuck out of that i also owned the top trumps uh, <laughs> as well as the video game i think my mum bought me the top trumps game for like christmas one year i've never played it because it looks shit <laughs> You never played Top Trumps. Ah, it's a good way to kill like twenty minutes. I, I've I've played Top Trumps, but not Top Trumps video game again. Like computer, <laughs> like what's the point? <laughs> kills kills time. I played it quite a bit as a kid, uh, well, but that's clearly just because I'm a bigger Doctor Who fan than you. <laughs> <laughs> In our favorite news, uh, the news that pretty much just us we care about. Uh, big finish. Woo. Uh, <laughs> They've announced uh, uh, Freema Agu- Ad- Freema Agiman Agiman Agiman. I've, I've never actually pronounced. I've her never name. I've never said it out loud. I've only ever said it in my head. 
Martha uh, is is getting her own big Finnish spinoff, which is wonderful because she's great. And this spinoff is going to be set during the season three final where she explores Earth for a year and tells stories of the Doctor. So there should be some interesting things to yeah, explore the, about her character. The year of hell. Uh, this is when um, the Master's in charge of Earth, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she, she she becomes a super soldier lady and then at the end of it teams up with Mickey and they run off. Uh, not because they're both black. What? That That's not why they teamed them up. Uh <laughs> The actor, the actress who plays her mum, is also going to be in the spinoff. Um, I'm, I, I don't want to pronounce her name because it sounds difficult. Uh, I'll have a go. Where is it? Where does it say? It's near the bottom. Uh, Martha's mum, Francine Jones, played by Bridgerton's Ajua Andoa or Anjua Ando. Uh, will also be returning for the audio adventures. I think I did a okay job at pronouncing that there. I do apologize. I'm incredibly white. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, uh, hopefully it's really good. I mean, of course it'll be good. It's big finish. They do a lot of really good stuff. And really looking forward to seeing Martha coming back because uh, I think she's a pretty underrated companion. And the biggest thing that held her back was she was the Doctor's rebound. And she really wanted to fuck the doctor. That was the one thing that really held back her as a companion. Yeah, but I think she was written much better in Torchwood season two and Doctor Who season four. Yeah, when she returned. Yeah. yeah, when she came back and she wasn't the doctor's companion, she was phenomenal. I do wonder if they're going to bring back Tom Ellis, who, if you remember, she. Uh, Tom Ellis was her fiance at the end of series three, I and mean, then he was never brought back again for some reason. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe, maybe she killed him. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know, uh, Tom Ellis is also Lucifer in TV show Lucifer. He's very. Oh. I love him. He's he's great. Never watched Lucifer. I've only seen yeah. a season and a half, but he is excellent in the role. It's a show that's annoying to watch over here. In the States, it's all on Netflix. But over here, most of it's on Amazon Prime. And then the last few seasons are on Netflix. Because Netflix bought bought it after Amazon cancelled it. So you have to watch it across two streaming platforms. Or use a VPN. But I, yeah. I, just, haven't, I just haven't bothered to watch it. Yeah, I need to get back into it. Because I think we're about to wrap it up. So I might as mm. well just try and get back into it. Anyway, in other news... Finally... At long last, Sarah Jane Adventures is coming to BritBox, and it's the first time it will be available yeah. on sh- on a streaming service in I don't even know how long. Forever, uh, and it's just it's just more proof that uh, BritBox really need to sponsor this podcast because I fucking love that streaming service. It's when they first announced it, I was like, this streaming service is going to be dog shit. Who gives a <laughs> fuck about anything they've got on here? turns out i give a fuck i love all their programming they have on britbox i think it's a phenomenal streaming service for the nichest of uh, stuff you can't find anywhere i don't know when it's dropping but i am excited to finally go back in and just rewatch the shit out of that show yeah it's 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 gonna be a real good time uh and uh, uh and also I- i'll also a little sneak uh, sneak peek sneak, <laughs> sneak peek <laughs> 
Also, a little sneak peek into our schedule. We will be talking about Sarah Jane Adventures, the pilot, very, very soon. Be excited. Yeah, unbelievably soon. Uh, the the year has been speed speed rolling, like just zooming by since we started doing the podcast. It's incredible. Yeah, uh, we've, we've been doing this for two months now. <laughs> It's yeah, insane. This is episode 11. This podcast is already longer than the the podcast I did with Mess. Because uh, <laughs> we stopped doing that after 10 episodes. So this is officially the longest podcast I've ever done. And it's flown by. It's absolutely fucking flown by. And like, we were talking about making the podcast for like two, three months. And we... I remember starting conversations about this podcast when we watched the New Year's Day yeah. TV special. Yeah, you the were New like, Year... <laughs> if you want to do a podcast i'm up for it and i'm like will i i mean obviously here we are yeah the the new year special we were talking about it and then there was a long ass time between then and the first episode of the podcast coming out which felt like fucking forever uh where we uh where we were talking about doctor who personally but obviously not recording it uh, and now we are doing the podcast time has lost all meaning and just flies by and we're like oh yeah we'll do this thing in august fuck it's already august <laughs> like... but i am very excited to just revisit sarah Jane adventures to see elizabeth sladen again it and will, her, I... her, her son with no belly button <laughs> i think i will be in a pool of tears when i finish that show again because i really miss elizabeth sladen she was the first celebrity death i had a big impact over what I would like to rewatch it for is I never finished it. You know, I, uh, I stopped watching CBBC. I don't know when I was like twelve or so. So, uh, I stopped watching Sarah Jane before then. I think like I don't remember even watching the episode where Matt Smith shows up. Oh uh, damn! The episode where Matt Smith shows up is a great episode because uh, Joe Grant comes back as well. Mm. Who we just saw in the demons. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, really it's, lovely. There's a lot of Sarah Jane that I've not watched, so I look forward to revisiting it because it's it, it, it should be fun. I remember it always being a pretty fun show. Uh it's it's the last show I watched on CBBC. When that show ended, I just never watched anything again on that channel. <laughs> when that show ended, you went I am a man now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the only thing I've watched on the channel since then, is Wallace and Gromit whenever they just repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, in other news, Big Finish is back, doing a lot of shit. Well, not shit, but good stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I'll, I'll open this link and uh, just, just now. Here we go. Woo. And we, on the top of the list, we have, very excitedly... The War Master, played by Derek Jacoby. <laughs> yes, yes. I, 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 I do enjoy him as the Master. Uh, I, I really need to get into the series, because I think this is box set five? Sickness. Six. Six. This is, yeah. <laughs> God damn. But, uh, the big, but the big thing about the sixth series here is Katie Mangnin, and I forget her name hold on uh katie manning and sarah sutton are returning who we know from doctor who joe jones joe grant she was in the third doctor era she has a big history for master and sarah sutton plays nisa 
who was in the Fifth Doctor era. And the interesting thing about Nisa is the Master killed her dad and took over her, his body. So there's a big thing going on there. Yeah, that sounds cool as fuck. Uh, the next one is Doctor Who after the Daleks starring Carl Ann Ford. And it's our first time seeing Susan directly after the events of when the Doctor just abandoned her for no reason at the end of the Daleks' invasion of Earth. I'm excited for this one, are you? Yeah, uh, it's... it's um... Fucking... Hang on, my brain completely pooped out. Uh, it, I'm actually interested in this one because this is I'm actually familiar with this era of Doctor Who and with this Susan storyline. Uh, because <laughs> because I I watched it in its entirety, so uh, it will also I think it will be interesting to see how Susan and her quote unquote boyfriend get along. Uh, because if you watch that finale, th- they really weren't together. The doc they just kind of flirted, and the doctor went fuck you bye. So, <laughs> uh, oh, oh, though I I'm I'm sure they would probably play it off as if they're in a relationship. Uh even though I think it would be more interesting if there's a bit of friction, you know, where they find out they don't actually like each other that much. Like a construction of uh, it it being a bad idea that the Doctor just abandoned her with essentially a stranger would be fascinating, I think. Yeah. Uh, Next up... Sorry. No, go, go. Uh, Next up, we've got another Doctor Who early adventure where um, it's set in a time where the Doctor travelled with Dodo and Stephen, which is very interesting. Uh, Peter Purves plays Stephen, of course, and he's also doing the voice of... He's impersonating William Hartnell. Mm. So... It's a very nice cover art for this one, I think. Uh, big Finish do beautiful cover art. They really they do. do. But I like the big uh, like Yeti monster. Uh, <laughs> and also the painting of the first doctor and the, the companions whose names I've already forgotten is uh, very, very well done. It looks stunning. I do wonder if there's going to be like a special feature just paying tribute to Jackie Lane, who obviously passed away as Dodo, because her character is in this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Next up, we've got Massive. This is what we're going to talk about on the show in the beginning of September. We've got the next Ninth Doctor Adventures. We've already covered basically enough about this in the past, but it's very exciting. Are you excited? Yes, you are. (laughs) I I am excited. I'm hoping it's not going to be as confusing as his first box set was. I'm hoping it's going to be some more classic-style Doctor Who adventures. Uh... And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Eccleston was great coming back and having more of him in my brain. Yes, please. I'm still waiting for the vinyl for the first one. I should really... <laughs> I should yes. try to email. See, see, see what's happening with that. that that's been, and, and while you're emailing, also be like, hey, do you want to be on our podcast? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next up, uh, we've got Torchwood, Empire of Shadows. And this guy on the cover might seem familiar to you he does indeed because uh as i was talking about last week with the devil uh he's from that episode uh of uh david tennant in season two uh where with the 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 devil on the planet that's orbiting a black hole uh which is fun what i really like about the box cover though is it's just a picture of 
the guy, uh, Sean Parks, or is that the guy that wrote it? I assume, no, Sean Parks, uh, the, the actor, uh, doing a pose, and above him, it says, full cast, audio dramas. <laughs> 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 so it looks like he's the entire cast. Uh, but, you know, talk about um, Big Finish pulling from the deepest crevices of Doctor Who one-liners to get yeah. content. This is literally a, a, a story just because he said Torchwood. One word, and he now gets a spin-off, which is yep. fucking great. <laughs> it's all you need, baby. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got Doctor Who, Philip Hincliffe presents volume four of the god phantoms and if you don't know who P philip hincliffe is he was the showrunner essentially he was a producer for the first three seasons of tom baker's run so now he's back writing more tom baker which is very exciting he's actually the only producer from the classic era still alive so he's got a very rare opportunity to just revisit the show yeah yeah that's 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 uh pretty cool the box art for this one is probably the most classic Who looking one I've ever seen, because uh, it's uh, I I assume it's just images from actual Doctor Who episodes photoshopped together rather than like an original painting. Uh, yeah, cause, it cause looks very some, much photoshopped. Some of, yeah, some of it looks a bit silly, like the weird ghost man. He looks <laughs> a bit silly. <laughs> But yeah, another pretty good month of Big Finish. I probably won't listen to too much of this apart from Doctor Who after the Daleks and obviously the Ninth Doctor Adventures. But yeah, yeah. I'm still interested. Uh, after the Daleks is definitely the biggest selling point for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I for me, I'm looking forward to the Eccles and stuff, but after the Daleks, definitely a close second because it looks pretty, pretty fun. I would still. I would also be all over the War Master if I could catch up on the last five seasons. That's the hard bit about Big Finish, isn't it? There's so much of it, <laughs> and, and there's there's too little money. Yeah, and they're so expensive, and also they're pretty long. Uh, so it's it's finding the time, the money, uh, and and that's it really. That's all you need, just the time and the money. I was starting that like there was three things, but. It's it's like finding the time and the money to do it is so hard when there's so many other fucking things to, to <laughs> talk about and watch and uh, everything is clawing for your attention all the time. But still, a pretty exciting lineup. We've got a Master spin-off, two First Doctor story adventures, a Ninth Doctor story adventure, a Torchwood episode, and a Fourth Doctor story adventure, which is a pretty healthy dose. Yeah, yeah, it should be should be pretty fucking wonderful and that's it that that brings us to the end of the news segment uh i i think we'll probably do a little bit where we're just chatting shit for a while but that's that's the end of the news <laughs> <laughs> sounds good so scott so, how have you been how have you been <laughs> i've been pretty damn good uh surprisingly this month has just flown by <laughs> the, this month has flown by way too fast for me because uh, cause I'm moving out uh, this month. Uh, I'm leaving where I am to move back up north towards Scott. Uh, uh, and, and, and so I was like, cool, you know, I've got to be out by the 7th, basically. But it's probably more than likely I'll be moving out next week. Or by the time this episode comes out to people's ears, I'm probably already moved out. 
<laughs> and I'm not ready. Fucking just not not like I'm like half packed. I, I still have so much stuff to do, uh, and the month has just escaped me entirely. And it's it's been a fucking whirlwind. July the year's almost over, my dude. And when you say close by, do you mean close close or just close ish? Uh, well, I mean I'm going to be moving to mod to begin with. Uh, but then I'm currently applying to jobs and I will be moving to Aberdeen. Yeah, um, when you move to Aberdeen, it'd be fun to do with some person, dude. Yeah, 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 it'd it will be very fun. great. <laughs> <laughs> and, we don't, and we don't have to deal with uh, Discord's the, lag. Dis- yeah, yeah, we, we can record in person, which will be very fun. The, yeah. the, first, the first time we'll see each other in person in over two years. Insane. Yeah, yeah absolutely crazy. And, and hopefully I can find a job pretty soon. That's really the only thing that's holding me back. Because when I move out, I will have enough money to put a deposit down on another flat. But I can't do that until I have a job. Because I'm no longer a student. Uh, yeah, so. God. <laughs> Fingers crossed, my dude. Yeah, yeah. Have you been watching anything? Have I been watching anything? That's a Yes, I have. Holy fuck. Uh, what have I been watching recently? Uh, me and my flatmate Ewan, who's actually a big fan of the podcast. Hello. Um, I don't like you, you and fuck all. <laughs> uh, we were wa- we started uh, watching My Hero Academia together, which is an shoto uh, shote show. I I forget the genre of anime. It's an it's an anime uh, which I had seen. I watched it when it first aired. Uh, I watched like the first three seasons, I think, before uh, I stopped watching. I didn't stop watching because it got bad. The issue I have with My Hero Academia, right? Uh, is it does its characters so well that I love every single one of them and don't want to see anything bad happen. And bad stuff was starting to happen. And I got, I was like, I can't handle watching this. I'm going to stop (laughs) before somebody gets hurt. (laughs) And and me and Ewan have been binging it like, like nonstop. So I'm really nervous we're going to catch up to how far I got really soon. And, and after that, cause right now I can watch it calm because I know everything that happens. Uh, I, I, when we get to the point where I don't know what's happening, I'm going to be fucking just a ball of anxiety because it's such a good show. I've never seen an anime specifically nail its characters as hard as my hero academia does. Everyone has personality and they flesh everyone out and you fucking love them all. But that's basically what I I I started watching. Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia again. For I don't know the fifteenth time I've seen that show from start to finish. I fucking adore it. It is the one show I can have on all the time and still find it entertaining. It's just so good. I need to watch both those shows. I've I've been recommended both those shows seven hundred times. But as you know, whenever you're recommended a show. You just put it off for even longer, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Although you can watch both of them in their entirety on Netflix. You can watch It's Always Sunny on UK Netflix, and you can watch the first season of My Hero Academia on UK Netflix. But if you use your VPN and go to Japan, you can watch literally every episode the show's ever had. So you can you can binge it all, and it's super fucking good. Uh <laughs> Uh, but other than that, I've not really been watching stuff. I've mainly been playing video games. I have fallen fast and hard back into playing Fallout 4. Uh, like, I started playing it again 
for like the fifth time this past week and i'm already like 25 hours deep and just fucking loving it <laughs> uh but uh what about you scott have you been watching anything i watched gunpowder milkshake which is a oh, new yeah. movie starring karen gillen it is pretty okay <laughs> how, um, does so- it, how 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 Go on, sorry. How does it hold up as in the John Wick genre? It's just, it's very much just John Wick 2 where Karen Gillan is an assassin and pretty much everyone is against her. And like everyone comes out of the shadows just to try and kill her. But I don't think it has the budget to quite pull it off because there's only like maybe 10 characters going mm. against her, which does not make it feel like it's a big threat and these these antagonists are portrayed in the film as imbeciles basically and you just don't buy that they're a bad thing for Karen Gillan really it's a it's not great is she good in it at least Karen Gillan is excellent in it she's very good at the action scenes uh, there's a particular action scene where one of the antagonists uh, she's at a hospital, and one of the ant- uh, the guy running the hospital, one of the doctors, is part of the gang going against her. And the doctor uh, puts needles in both her arms where she can't move her arms at all, and so she has to do an action scene without her arms. And it's very kind of like Jackie Chan. She she gets uh, she gets her she well the whole movie is her trying to protect a child. And the child uh, cell tapes a knife and a gun to her ha- both her hands. And she kind of flops her arms around like noodles. Mm. And it's a very Jackie Chan kind of inspired scene. It's it's a lot of fun. That that, that sounds that sounds very cool. Uh, what that just reminded me of is a film that I just watched recently that came out on uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, that you may remember going viral when we were in college together a long ass time. Guns Akimbo. It's the, yes. the, the film with Daniel Radcliffe uh, in his dressing gown, holding two guns, looking crazy. Um, and it's pretty good. It's it's fine. It's fun. Uh, it's it's like a, a dumb kind of action flick. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe's good in it, and they try to aim for like making it more quote-unquote realistic at times, but it's still pretty cartoony. Uh, it, it was a fun hour and a f- hour 40. You know, uh, I don't think it overstayed its welcome. I think it was decent enough. I do recommend it. I think it's, I think, you know, uh, there's not a lot of films like it. It's, it, it's, it's fast paced as fuck. The film doesn't stop. Uh, and, and yeah, Daniel Radcliffe's very good in it. I think he's a tremendous actor in general. But Yeah, I saw a movie just drop out of nowhere. Like, I didn't see a single advert for it being promoted before it dropped on uh, Amazon. Yeah, which is never really a good sign. Uh, but I, I think it's, I think it's worth watching the, it must've struggled to get distribution though. Cause that image of him was like 2018, that image came out and it's dropping now lacklusterly onto prime. Uh, but definitely worth watching if you have prime and everyone has prime. So <laughs> I, I would recommend watching Gunpowder Milkshake. The action scenes are just a lot of fun. And you get kind of like the same kind of John Wick poppy kind of energy. And Karen Gillan is a lot of fun as well. She's great. Uh, you can watch it on Netflix if you connect to like Sweden, Canada and America. That's the only <laughs> places you can watch it at the moment. Oofed. 
Uh, yeah, because they're doing... They're, uh, like, releasing it in theaters over here, I think. Or it hasn't been shown. It's a weird release schedule for that, isn't it? Yeah, it's really odd. I also saw Space Jam 2. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm seeing, mi- I'm seeing mixed things about it. If you didn't like Space Jam 1, you won't like this Space Jam 2. <laughs> I saw a really weird clip online... Uh, Rick and Morty? Go- yeah, with Rick and- where Rick and Morty show up. Oh, the, the crossover with all the properties that Warner Brothers own is just out of this world insane. They own a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's not a great movie, but neither was the first one. Like Both movies are advertisements, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it- it's no Who Framed, Mr- Who Framed Roger Rabbit. No, the only Looney Tunes movie I would recommend is Looney Tunes Back in Action, directed by Joe Dante. In 2003, he's the director of uh, Gremlins. Mm. And two, uh, Looney Tunes Back in Action is a flawed movie, but it's a lot of fun. I would recommend it. I, I'd also recommend uh, Who Frames Roger Rabbit. Uh, oh. Roger Rabbit. I think it's a, a classic. A fucking, uh. the, the, the age is wonderful. Yep, it's, it's, it's a wonderful movie. But I, I think that's the end of the show, Scott. Yeah. I think a... I think we've come to an end. Finishing at an hour 20. Look at that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how, how fucking nice is that? An hour 20? Not four hours. <laughs> <laughs> as, as, a, as a little bit of context, at the beginning of a month, we not this for us, but at the beginning of a month with the resurrection of the Daleks, we sat down thinking, oh, maybe this will be like maybe two hours, two, hour, two hours and a half to discuss the whole story. Part, we watched episode one and we were like, oh shit, we've been recording for two and a half hours just for episode one. <laughs> yeah, we we certainly dove deep into that story. Uh, and uh, I was, I, like, at the time of recording, the, the, the part two of that podcast came out, like, two days ago. Uh, and for me, it feels like, I don't know how it feels like for you, but for me, it feels like we were talking about the um uh the the demon storyline for ever uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like that that just encompassed my entire fucking headspace for doctor who for like two weeks straight and like <laughs> <laughs> and it feels so refreshing to not be talking about the demons right now <laughs> <laughs> i think we definitely found our food in this month though because we really understand that when we're discussing a four-part story we should split it up into two parts because we will go on forever we, we will we will talk and talk and talk <laughs> about doctor who <laughs> but we hope you are you guys at home are just enjoying us just yeah. ramble on yeah uh we've had good feedback so far so uh i'm, I'm enjoying making the podcast uh, before we go, we should hint at what we're doing. Well, not hint, oh, but tell... Oh, this, this, this coming month, yeah. Yeah, tell people what we're doing this month. Do you remember? <laughs> uh, if I pull up the Google document, I will remember. <laughs> I, I could just tell you. <laughs> no, too late. I've done it. Haha. Uh, starting from next week, we will be doing... Drumroll, please. I know I was just talking about how fucking long we were talking about the demons... But coming next week will be probably our longest episode yet. Maybe not. Don't know. Uh, 
but we are going to be reviewing the Doctor Who TV movie from the 90s. Uh, we're getting our fucking Paul McGann all up in our face. Uh, <laughs> I can't uh, fucking wait. The reason why we're doing it is because it's the 25th... Well, it was the 25th anniversary, but, you know... We are fashionably late, aren't we? <laughs> it's okay. No one else is talking about the movie, so no one will notice. Uh, but uh, after that, on the 13th of uh, August, uh, we will be covering Blink. Uh, huh. One of the best Doctor Who episodes ever. And also a nice, tight 45-minute episode. Yeah, yeah. At long last. <laughs> no filler, just content. And the episode should be like an hour 40 podcast. <laughs> uh, but we, we're, we're covering Blink because we think it's uh, a pretty good way to get excited about the Weeping Angels coming back into Doctor Who after, I don't know, last saw them with Matt Smith, didn't we? So it's been a while. Yeah, 2012. Actually, no, we last saw them in the ending of class. That ah, awful, the never awful watched spin-off it. show. Never watched it. You lucky boy. <laughs> uh, but after that, we will be covering Deep Breath on the 20th of August, which is Peter Capaldi's first episode, uh, because it is the seventh anniversary of the 12th Doctor, which is just wrong. It's fucking... It can't have been. Surely, surely not. <laughs> it's, we're coming up to the eighth anniversary of him being announced. <laughs> How Eight the, years. It's almost a decade. Almost a decade ago, Peter Capaldi was the doctor. What the fuck? And what we, the um, fuck? <laughs> and we just sort of blinked. I mean, all of a sudden he came into the show. We blinked again. He was gone from the show. <laughs> I know. And he, uh, he was so good in it. He was, uh, but yeah. Uh, that is what we are covering uh, for the month of August. And it, it looks to be like a really good month, uh, I think. I, I'm looking forward to it. As am I. I haven't seen Deep Breath, the movie. Well, I just—I actually just saw the movie a couple of days ago. It—it's—we'll <laughs> cover that next week. It's—it's yeah. it's something. I'll be watching the movie tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, but that brings us to the end of this podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us on all the social medias facebook twitter all the links are in the description i can't be fucked saying them right now haha <laughs> uh but uh you can you can find us at who watches who basically anywhere uh this podcast is available on youtube at who watches who on audio form wherever you listen to your podcast you should be able to find us the links again are in the description if you need them uh I, you can find me on twitter at cloth223 uh, and the stuff I do personally on YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash mess YouTube. Uh, I think that's all I have to say, Scott. I don't have a Twitter, but bloody send us an email at <laughs> who watches who pod at gmail.com. Just anything we've been talking about over the last month or so. Just Yeah, let's just chat Doctor Who with us, baby. Come on. Love and we chat. will. Any emails we have, we will answer to the end of next month. So you have any questions, any opinions anything we may have missed from our 20 hour long discussion of a TV movie <laughs> send us a bloody email <laughs> yeah it'll be a good time uh, but other than that thank you for listening uh, see you next week bye bye <laughs> <laughs>